So how was your week? I I actually I actually go blank when you ask me that. I love it. I have a whole week to sit here and think of some kind of comeback or to think of something and I know it's happening and my mind shuts down. It was it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> How long until our three fans get tired of that no they're gonna keep listening forever in the hopes that one day you will fucking answer one me. day i will be like this you know what this awesome thing happened yeah it that's was a- what everybody's hanging on to <laughs> lamas lamas lambus bread, lambus bread. <laughs> it's lamas day eve well yeah but i mean you know it just sounds better it is it's eve it's not it's not actually we're excited about it it's we're tomorrow. very excited about it but today we're going to be talking about tomorrow. Which this will be released on tomorrow, which will be, by the time you're hearing it, will be today. We're leaving that. You can't take that out because that was the most convoluted way to explain what we're doing. <laughs> Even I'm confused. Okay. Let's scrap. No, that stays. If you oh, take that out, I'm going to punch God. you in the neck. Okay. I might. I've done it before. I'll do it again. So we're already in the, the merry attitude, if you cannot tell. Uh, yes, we've, we've begun celebrations early. It's going to be a good day. So yeah, we're, uh, today we're going to be talking about tomorrow, as Charlie likes to say in the very confusing way that she does. But you're hearing it today, so it's today. <laughs> Happy Ludensaw! So we're right. going to be touching on a lot of topics, uh, the holiday itself, or the Sabbath. Uh, I guess, yeah, if you're trying, you know, to be a good witch, like I'm really trying to do. Um, uh, and so we're going to, yeah, you know, talk about why we do it, uh, what you can do on this day. Um, I'm going to be talking about a solo ritual. And Charlie, I think you're going to talk about what you like to do on this day. So. Yes, ma'am. And I think it's also important to point out that this is our first real Sabbath special. And we're going to approach it with the excitement and the merriment that it deserves. I, yeah, I'm feeling good. And the more I looked into it, the more I think it might be one of my favorites. It's I love it. I love everything about it. It's so nice. It is so nice. And the uh, the celebration for it is really, really fun. And it's just a fun time. And mm-hmm. it was, you know, for our ancestors, too. Mm-hmm. It's a big celebratory day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm excited to, to get into all of that. So, And that's a good point about our ancestors is the, the, the whole theme of the day, which we'll get into. But the reoccurring theme is like gratitude yes you know yeah and I just had like a little sit down think to myself about like how much work yes how much work these people had to do well yeah and so this day rolls around of course it's a fucking party yeah you know and then and then I it got me down this rabbit trail of thinking about how like I will bitch about having to go put on some laundry. That's exactly. I wrote a big section in here <laughs> about that. And it really does. Because oh, we we are not here simply because of luck. We're here because our ancestors worked their asses off yeah. and were very intelligent in what they had to do to survive. And the people and the ones who weren't, they're not here today. They didn't make because it. Because they didn't make it. So, I mean, really, it's, I mean, these were tough, intelligent, hardworking people. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's a good day to reflect on your internal metal, you know, mm-hmm. what you came from. And uh, I think it's a very empowering day. Yeah, absolutely. 
So what I, all right, so here's, here's, let's break it down. Sure. We're going to be talking about a lot and I feel like we're going to break our usual where we go one and then the other. Yeah, we're going to be doing some, uh, some dialogue. We're going to be doing some dialogue. We're going to go back and forth a couple of times. Banter. Bantering. That's what people love about us, Macy, is our chemistry. Mm. <laughs> just going to fucking argue with you today. Yeah. Everything you say. Isn't, isn't that a little bit what bantering means? Banter to me, yeah, is snarky it's conversation. It's like playful fighting yeah. with each other. Yeah. Which and I don't think we it do, is, but. Uh, I don't know. I do it to you a lot. I feel, I'll like listen to myself in this episode. And I'm like, people are going to think of an absolute dick. Well, I'm just manipulative because I cut back how harsh I, can, I, I usually am <laughs> in everyday bitch. conversation. Just so I know people are going to hear you and be like, Macy's mean. I knew it. No, I'm a giant asshole. Also, um, who was it that point out? Oh, uh, Macy's brother, Rustin, called and it was hilarious because he was like, you know, I listen to all of your podcasts. Oh, he did. That made me so happy. (laughs) But he also pointed out that we dropped the C-bomb like three times in the last episode. Yeah, I I did that. And then you did that. He's like, y'all started off kind of clean trying you know and he's like and now around episode seven or whatever he's like it's just a cuss fest (laughs) i'm gonna kind of get into the kind of the the smaller like nuances i guess of the day like the foods associated and the colors uh the colors we can use to like decorate our altars with and something that is was very important to me very like at the beginning was i would change my altar out with every sobbit. I would do that so I could learn about yeah, it. Like that's cool. when like um Yule started, I would have all my Yule colors, my Yule decorations, and in that slice of the wheel of the year, I would learn all about Yule. That's very cool. <laughs> this is way my first year because while I've been uh doing a lot of energy work and stuff like that for a while and, you know, more earth type stuff, I had uh, haven't really gotten into the holidays, mm-hmm. to be completely honest. Um, this is my first uh, real deep dive into this, you know, for an actual day and, you know, a ritual that I'm planning and I'm going to be ready for. And that's why I'm nervous for this one, because this is kind of my first uh, my first go around at this. And, and so what you're hearing is an absolute amateur trying to explain my understanding of this day. So. That's the tagline of our entire podcast which is good (laughs) what you're about to hear is an amateur in its most pure form yes (laughs) and uh so i'll be going into that uh you know a little bit of why we do it the history of it who's being celebrated which i'm glad you're covering yeah because that's something that as soon as i found out that you were going to be covering more of the you know the 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 god goddess aspect of it yeah i kind of tuned that part out because i had so much other stuff to research yeah (laughs) but every time i saw it it just looks so interesting it's very neat yeah and i'm not gonna lie some of it's a little confusing to me so i hope that it's completely right but um I, i tried my best but anyway the ritual part I'm very excited about, and I, I, I got it from a book that um, I had that I'm going to talk about, but it's one that almost anybody can do, and you can modify, even if you're in an apartment. You can find a way to, to do this. The way I see it, a lot of people who are, you know, and us included, you're alone for a lot of the first time you're getting into this, you know, and if you had a coven, you wouldn't need me to tell you how to do this, you know, and so it's kind of a good way to, to get into it. So this is for everybody who's practicing alone. Mm-hmm. today so i'm excited to talk about that and it's a good cheap easy ritual you know that's the thing you say you're nervous about it and you hope that you get it all right and stuff like that there are so many different 
areas of the world and areas of history yeah. that have put this time you know, what's so fascinating about all of this is it's also similar it to is, one another yes yes but then each localized area or each period in time they will kind of adapt it to yeah. their beliefs at the time you know and so that's what i hope i got i thought i hope that i got everything the main one i saw was lou i mean Celtic obviously sun god. the other name for lamas and the one that i prefer lamas lamas i, I know, know i'm not saying Limbus right. bread Limbus bread uh, the the name that I prefer is Lunsa. 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 Lunasa. 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 Which I'm probably going to catch shit for that too. Um, but that's the way that I have I have seen it pronounced. I prefer that one because Lamis, Lamis, it's the more Christianized. It is the more Christianized. Version. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's a lot of what Macy's going to be covering. I'm going to be covering some of this, this stuff like the colors you can use to decorate your home during this time and your table. Um, I really like to coordinate my makeup with those. You do. With those yeah. I remember I was market before we even started this podcast, I marked you and you were all done up for Beltane. Yeah. And I had some like red, red You were very, very like flashy for the, which is, you know, that fits for that day. You know? I, yeah. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm kind of sad we weren't doing the podcast. I am so ready for Beltane. Next year it's going to run. I am so ready. <laughs> like that is the I day just, I'm most ready I for. I kept thinking Macy, like the entire yeah. time I'm reading and I'm like, this is Macy, this is Macy, this is Macy. It's a good day for me. And it's like springtime. Mm-hmm. It, it falls like in the, like. It's, it's summer. It's kind of... It's summer's coming. It's, it's warming up. It's warming up. It's not so much like the height of summer, like, yeah. like this one. And, and Winter's like, uh, dead. It's winter is dead, and we are celebrating the fact that our shit is growing. Yeah. We're getting food on the table. People are fucking right and left. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, it's just a big celebration of that and life I, and I love. I just love it. I love Dancing and fire. It. It's, it's how I remember explaining it to somebody. It was when you think of a pagan ritual... And you're thinking of the naked people dancing around a fire and everybody <laughs> whooping and hollering. And that's the one you're thinking of. I love it. It's um, my day. <laughs> it just, it just again, you get to be naked. I get to be naked. Macy's and favorite. by fire. <laughs> Your two favorite colors. Naked and warm. Warm and naked. <laughs> okay. Oh, goodness. Okay, are you going to um, make some bread? Yes, I also have a really nice, super simple, amateur level uh, bread recipe if you've never made bread before, if you're not much of a baker or cook. Well, bread is, uh, I mean, like, bread is kind of difficult, too. Like, I mean, it's not, you gotta get a lot of things right with bread. You know, you gotta get the rise right, you gotta get everything right to me. And so, I mean, it's just like, I mean, you don't gotta get everything right. You can be, you know, but it's just, bread to me is intimidating because I've had bread fall. You know, or I've had it not come out right, you know, so it's good to have an easy one. The recipe that I have is actually from Artisan Breads with Steve. And he shows people how to make bread maker style bread loaves without a bread maker. Cool. And it really changed the way that I make bread. And I remember I got on a huge kick. I was making bread all the time after I learned how to do this. Um, I also have some other foods to, to talk about that not only correlate with today, but I'm going to incorporate into my own little personal celebration, which I've written out and I will share with you. Um, so I'm excited. I am excited. I'm, I'm ready so ready. I'm glad, yeah, this is our first, uh, we're celebrating this day traditionally together for the first time. Like and that. you know, I've, I've taken elements of the more traditional ritual, kind of breaking, broken them down into bite-sized pieces. Cool. I'm kind of making a celebration a little bit more personal to me. You know, in addition to the to the ritual aspect of it, right. I'm kind of going to try to make the whole day about things I can do or things in particular I can eat because this day is 
a bread it and is. food holiday. It is. It is feasting. It is a feast holiday. And I feel like a lot of Sabbaths, like, you read about them and they're like, this is a feast holiday. Sure. This is the yeah. feast holiday. You can look at this day like Thanksgiving. Yeah. And which it is. I it's, mean, it's, it's really essentially Thanksgiving. It has that feel to it mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's almost Thanksgiving to a T because A, you're feasting. Yeah. B, it's about being with family. And harvest. And harvest. And, yeah. and then C, it's about being thankful. Yeah. You know, and not everywhere in the world has Thanksgiving. But everyone can have Lunasaw is my point. All right. So Macy, tell us about Lunasaw. Uh, yeah. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to, let me get my big old book here. It's got all my notes in it because i took notes again wait do y'all hear that i took notes well this it's, one it's the sound of hell freezing over this one i didn't have a choice like because otherwise <laughs> i would have just been like so there's this corn and <laughs> it isn't even right and it's just a mess so here we go. so there's bread and yeah, there's uh there's this guy named uh lou and uh heck of a guy uh, the Festival Sabbat of Lamas, uh, also August Eve, uh, is, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so. It represents the union of God and goddess, sun and, you know, the sun and the earth for, they work together and produce the first grain of the harvest. Mm. Um, yeah, and so, you know, a lot of things had to come into play for this point, you know, to get reached. Uh, so, it's the also the Festival of Lu. Um, which I really didn't know much about until I started looking into this, like really much at all. Um, so it's been kind of interesting to learn about him. Um, but he's the Celtic sun king and, you know, he's God of light. Okay. Okay. And so, um, August is his time, which I I like it too, because I think of August in Texas, which Mm. is just a sun baking, just almost hell, but I love it, you know, but like it is... I just think of the sun yeah. in August. It's it's very much represented in the colors that, that are... The colors that you use to represent this holiday just feels like the landscape. Everything feels like that sepia tone. Yeah, yeah. Sepia tone. And it's just kind of almost dulled down. It's because everything's it's so, dying of thirst. It's so hot. And yeah. everything's very dry and... Um, getting ready to be harvested. Yeah, it's about the, to the get... water time is gone, so it's time to pick it out of the earth. Um and uh the name Lamas is uh it's derived from uh loaf mass. Um uh, okay. yeah, so you know it kind of fits in. It's the bread. So nice. there's a big day of bread. Um big deal. So um it's important to note though that there's an undertone to this to this holiday, to this day of celebration. And it's um, that despite all the merriment and the markets and the feasts and weddings and the harvests and the big deal, underneath it is the truth that Lou, this sun, is weakening and the dark half of the year is coming. Mm-hmm. You know, but so there's a lot to do still. There's a lot to get ready for and, you know, to make sure that next year happens. So that's really something to be thought about is, you know, yes, this is a big day. We did good. The harvest is here. You know, it's also knowing that winter is coming and yeah it's not over it's not over which is with the exception of a couple of months during the dark half of the year it's it was never really over for our ancestors you know what i mean it was a constant battle hustle all the time even in the winter you had to there was a certain amount of strength in just surviving surviving hoping that you kept enough stores for the year yeah you have enough wood hoping you could stay warm hoping you have i mean it really it makes you, this is a big day of appreciating 
Absolutely. How good we've got it, at least in, you know, where we, you know, you and I live in a very modern society and we don't have to want for much. We can go to the store and pick up some shit that's out of season. Yeah. You know, and they didn't have that right now. No. You know, I mean, even the stuff they could go to their markets and get was probably the shit their neighbor had to make well, and you had to wait for four years to get it. You one know? And, bad crop is life or death. Yeah. You know? And I mean, it's like, that is a level of pressure that we simply do not understand. understand. It makes me anxious when I think about it. It makes me feel proud. And that might seem You weird. know, that's a real... No, it's not. That's a really it, good way to think of it. It makes me feel proud in the sense that, you know, maybe while I am soft in today's standards, you know, my ancestors were fucking hard. Yeah. Like, you know, and they were able to do this and survive and make the most out of the earth and like really make it here, you know? And it's like, it just makes me feel proud because you think about how tough they had to be. And anybody listening, that's the case. Yeah. So anybody whose ears this is reaching right now, yours were too. Like you have some, you have a whole line of badasses behind Mm -hmm. you. And it's, it's insane to me. I, I really like the idea of thinking of it as, as more a pride thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and that's why this day is so big. It's it's being thankful that you are going to be able to survive at mm-hmm. least through the winter. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's a time to sit back and be like, look at all this shit that grew. I, all the things I can make of it. I'm going to take this home. And, you know, the, the women of my house are going to make the bread and or you know, whatever. Well, but, yeah, I mean, pretty much. I like, mean, that's how it was. The, you know, you know but, on this day, the the farmer, you know, he would harvest the grain, and by the eve, the wife will have made the first bread, right? Made the first loaf. Yeah, so it's a big and that deal. had to be glorious. Think oh, about can it. You imagine you haven't had bread because bread doesn't keep. You know, yeah. it's not going to last. Well, I mean, you keep the dry grain, and then you yeah, the bread yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you've not, if you've run out, I mean, you've had and yeah. The once you've and run like, out of that, yeah. you're it's gone. So at this point, you probably have not had yeah some good and hot fresh bread. grain, good you know, fresh the grain. First harvest, it hasn't like, been sitting at like the bottom of the cellar, yeah, the whole year dry. Yeah, and, no, I and then you eat heaven. it around uh, like around in bulk time when the times are getting hard. Yeah, and you're like, this is almost over. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, no. So that had to be. So great, just tables of like bread and corn and this yeah, like just cornucopia of, of oh my god, it makes me happy. It does, it's beautiful to think about. I love it. And um so the goddess here is the grain mother. Um, you know, so that's really how that's how she's portrayed as a lot. Yeah, the grain mother. And I really I love that. I yeah. think that's really, really beautiful. Um, you know, and with this harvest comes obviously food for now, but the seed for the next harvest. So it's it's very important, you know, and so uh And a lot of timing goes into that. And, you know, with that new seed comes the new responsibility of, okay, next year you have to do this right again, you know? And so it's it's just, there's a neat legacy to it. And you have to protect and watch that seed all the way through center. Center. (laughs) Holy God. All the way through winter. (laughs) (laughs) And here, uh, so this is a a holiday of sacrifice. So, um, you know, the sun god actually, like, he fully starts, like, he bursts onto the scene uh, for Litha. Mm-hmm. That's the longest day of the year. Well, that's like his peak, but you know, as it goes, that's the longest day. So that only means that the days get shorter. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is he's been sacrificing his own energy into the grain. Mm-hmm. And so on the harvest or this first harvest, he is actually sacrificed. So Lou, you know, the, the sun God, the, the sun King, he is sacrificed here for the harvest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, you know, later is reborn you right. know, because it's their deal with him being, 
the goddess's lover son, right. you know, and that, that, that really just kind of goes in a circle. Yeah. And you've got your mother maiden crone. Yes. And, and all of that is cyclical. cyclical. Every year you, you go through this cycle and it's just, you know, I mean, it, it's almost got like a sad element to mm-hmm. it, you know, but then you think this has to happen yeah. for the other stuff to come. It does. And I think it's a really, it's a great way to think about it. Mm-hmm. And it's a fun way because a lot of the time, especially, especially like, I don't know, stages of the goddess where she is almost, I feel like, inc- like influences my own personality. Yeah. You know, throughout the year. Oh, yeah. And you can kind of reflect on it and be like, huh, I have, I've been kind of doing this or that, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, it's things that you can notice. It's, it's, it's very interesting. Especially when she stirs from the earth on, yeah. I believe, Inbold maybe, or, oh God, I'm still, I don't have them down pat. I'm an no. amateur. When she's stirring from the earth, that's when I do feel like I'm kind of waking. And as much as I love winter and as much as I love the dark part of the year, I don't care how much you love that when the warmth and the sun starts coming back around as sad as you may feel about something in you. There's, there's still something in you. That's like, okay, it's time for work. Yeah. Yeah. It's time for work. I love it. I'll stop it. And uh, so this is the first of three harvests. The second, uh, is, uh, it's the autumn equinox. And then the third is Samhain. Mm -hmm. So, and that's the harvest of the grain or no, sorry. That is the harvest of nuts and berries. I'm excited for Samhain too. That'll be absolute favorite. Yeah, I, 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 without even having experienced all of them, that's my favorite. It's it's gonna be a neat one. I'm Not just excited. because Halloween is my shit, but it's my favorite. So as um as we've said, like the bread would be harvested and uh, the first grain would be made into the first bread that night. So that's kind of you go through the whole process mm-hmm. in that day, and you have your first loaf of bread. God. I know it's incredible, and like just taste that is the taste. Of hard work. Yeah. That's what hard work tastes yeah. like. And uh, I think that's just really, really, really great. Um, okay. I wrote a lot of notes, and so I have to make sure I got it all in order. You go. You saw Okay, me. good. All right. So I wanted to talk about um, a solitary ritual for this. Because I feel like if you, if you, you know, belong to a, a group or a coven or people that, that know about this and know what they're doing... Then, uh, then you're not listening to us. You will, that, pretty much. Well, <laughs> and like, you have a bit of guidance here, but I wanted to do a ritual for people who don't, and you don't got to go buy a bunch of complicated stuff. It's, it's something that anybody can do. Either if you have an, a balcony on an apartment, you can do this, you know? And, um, that was really what I was going for. So this is a very simple ritual that you can do alone. Uh, for this. And, and I got it from a, a really, really great book. It's called A Book of Pagan Rituals. Very simple. 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 Straight to the point name. Yeah. A Book of Pagan Rituals. Um, yeah, it's A Book of Pagan Rituals. Don't leave it out when your family comes over. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> um, and uh, edited by Herman Slater. So uh, it's it's really, it's a, it's a neat read. It's got a bunch of traditional, very traditional style uh, celebrations for things and rituals and whatnot. So I pulled one out of here. Uh, I altered it in a, a few simple ways, uh, just to, to kind of say, cause that book can get a little complicated and things like you got to have this and that. And, uh, you know, sometimes you can really dumb that down. So I did it for the average Joe, Witch, the AJW, the AJW. So there's a lot that goes into a ritual like this. And there's a lot of time needing to be spent to get your mind in the right spot. I think that's very important. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm really big into meditation, mm-hmm. uh, and getting into that element. So one of the, First thing says pick out a pick out your outfit, and I know that sounds a little girly, but it's important. 
Um, a lot of what you wear sets your intention. And this is actually a very ornamental day. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it's a celebration. So people would really wear the things that, you know, show them off and just be big and bold and happy. And uh, so it doesn't have to be, you know, a witch robe, you know, but it's something that makes you and every I know everybody listening has at least one outfit that makes them feel extra witchy. Oh, yeah. you know, and we all have one. Oh, yeah. And set that up. Have your necessity set up beforehand because uh, there's this takes place and there needs to be a few things set up. So one, you need a pot. Put about an inch of alcohol in the bottom. And I mean like swigging alcohol. Okay. Like something that you can drink, you know, yeah. about just an inch. It doesn't have to be a lot. Um, the, uh, the traditional uh, thing here is a red bourbon, um, mm. which, yeah. And so pour, you know, you don't have to do that, but I, you know, that's just what this book says. So put, you know, you could even put cheaper alcohol in the pot. Like yeah. red bourbon, though, you need to have or some sort of nicer, like, you know, offering. Because right. that's kind of what Not this is. Not your mad dog 2020. Yeah, this is your okay. offering. And so have that, a small glass, four ears of corn, mm. 13 stones, mm. and so your pot, and it needs to be able to be lit. So you need to be able to light, you know, the flame underneath it. Right. Um. So that's it. That's all you need for this. Which, honestly... Could probably be accomplished with like a skillet. Yeah. If I mean, if no, if yeah, you really... need essentially a metal container or stone, yeah. whatever, to light fire under, but it also has an inch of alcohol. Because I was just trying to think, what do I have laying around that I could do that with? The only thing I was thinking of was a, like a wok. Oh yeah, or even a saucepan, like yeah. just a normal anything. Okay. Know? Yeah, like uh... so you can do this at your stove should you want to. No. Continue. Maybe I shouldn't hear the rest of the song. <laughs> um, okay. So get all of that ready. I honestly plan, I'm going to use probably red wine uh, just because that's what I like. Um, and to me, it fits how I foresee this feast. Like mm -hmm. I, I picture myself at this feast drinking red wine. and Like a hearty. Yeah. Like, like a, a hearty really, red wine. Yes. And like out of a cask. No. You know, like it's just what I want. Um, so you have that and your four ears of corn. And so just kind of have that set up. I'm, I'm going to do mine outside. So if you have a backyard, you know, cause you need a little bit of room to move around here, but it can be done on a balcony. Mm -hmm. Um, so get that ready, but it's very important to get your body and mind ready. So take an intention shower or bath. Um, I take intention baths all the time. No, if anybody's been listening to this, they know that I'm all about the bath. Um, and imagine... You know, this is a time of celebration and you've worked, you know, our ancestors have worked really hard. And so it would be a washing of it's we can actually enjoy this for a second. And so when you're taking your shower or your bath, imagine that any weakness or any concerns or anything like that, imagine them being just washed away, just washed away, you know, completely cleaned and, you know, all negativity, things like that. Just let it go. Let it wash away. And like, you know, when I'm in the bath, I, I picture like, you know, it, the water just sucking it out, mm. you know, especially when a salt bath, like it just takes all that nastiness out. And um, so really do that and enjoy that. And after you do that, dress in your outfit that you laid out, you know, and, and you don't rush this, you know, put it on almost like it's to me, I outfits like that are like armor. That's, oh, that's great. And so get, you know. Enjoy the process. Yeah. And, you know, fix up. Do whatever you want to do that makes you feel powerful because that helps going into things like this. If you go in charged with that confident energy, you'll get a lot out of this ritual. You know, take some time to meditate on what you're about to do. 
And you don't have to do a full deep meditation, but sit in a dark, quiet space and and think about, you know, the day and how, it you know, this balance of nature has created this bounty, you know, for the, you know, that's what this day means that nature is, has, was balanced and things worked right and there was strength to get here and all of that, the process of the harvest, as well as, as we were talking earlier, just the strength of how strong you, you know, the people were that made you, you know, and know that a piece of that is in you and how in the modern day we can just drive on over to the gas station and grab things and whatever, it's not a big deal. Well, you know, bread to these people was life or death and paramount to your existence. You know, that's one loaf of bread, one good harvest is maybe the cause of other people not being here yeah. today. Yeah. You know, and just think about things like that because they're so easy to forget. Or how hard it could have been during a particular year for a particular ancestor yeah. where they almost didn't make it. Yeah. You know, and and everyone after them not being here. Yeah. It's, it's, it it's could incredible. have been so close. Yeah. I, it wasn't, and it just turned out. It's wonderful to think about and just how, I mean, it really is. And I think it's, it goes unappreciated a lot, and myself mm-hmm. included in that. You know, you, you yeah. get so caught up in your own life, it's easy to not think about the people right. who are why you're here. Well, I mean, it's honestly, it's also not practical to walk through every single day thinking about yeah. how you can honor your ancestors. You know yeah. what I mean? It's you gotta like, live your own life. Yeah, you know, and you have to think about how the legacy that you're going to leave. And I don't just mean, like, for your children. I mean what you're doing in your life's work. What mark are you going to make and, and, and stuff like that. And, you know, I feel like it can be really easy to get caught up into thinking about constantly how it was that you don't appreciate. They would have wanted you yes. to appreciate what you have. If they could have, again, going back to the washing machine thing, if they could have had the washing oh machine my gosh. and not panicked because they were like, oh, Satan, you know, um, <laughs> witchcraft. In the, in the meantime, their descendants yeah. are actually doing witchcraft. Um, if they could have had that, they would have fucking taken it. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's, I think it's just that fine balance of honoring and respecting and being proud, but at the same time. Continuing, yes. Continuing their their work that yes. they put in. Um. So here we're going to get into the ritual here, and uh, again, this is from a book of pagan rituals, and some of this is taken like this is what it says. Some there's some um, spoken word in this ritual, and so I've just pulled that from this book. I highly recommend this book. A lot of these rituals can be uh, watered down into modern things, you know, because I I know living not close to a big city that some items are hard to get. Um, but, you know, there's there's really, it's a good starter, you know, way, but very experienced witches could use this book and inexperienced witches can use it, um, if that makes sense. There's a lot of room to play with it. Well, there's, I see here that there's a basic ritual section. Yes. And, and then, then also with the advanced. Section. Yes, and uh, there it's very. And then there's solitary rituals. Uh, the first part of it is big coven rituals, and they are awesome. Mm-hmm. There's like priestesses and the priest, and like they lead the rituals, and they are so 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 cool. And I can't wait to like belong to a coven one day and actually get to like do things like that. <laughs> uh, they are very very cool. But anyway. Uh, this is the solitary ritual, and uh, I really liked this one because you don't need a whole lot, and you can get everything at a grocery store for cheap. So you, you've meditated, you're in the zone, you're clean, you all your negativity's washed away, and you're in an outfit that makes you feel like a boss bitch. Like, you just really, you're good at this point. 
So confidently enter your place of ritual that you have set up. You, you go to the cauldron and, you know, you've already had your inch of alcohol in it. Um, and you face south. So I'm going to need to know. I'm going to have to figure out because I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, head east and do that. I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, I know how the sun rises. Um, so you face south, kneel to the cauldron, and with your hands on it, say, at this spot I shall fashion my own small temple sacred to the goddess and to the gods of long ago. And so then, starting at the southern point, place the 13 stones that you corrected or collected around your cauldron. Mm. But leave enough room for you to walk in and out and kneel. So that's important. So, you know, you need to build a big enough... It doesn't have to be huge, but big enough for you to step in it and kneel before the cauldron. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and do, and do things like that. Um, so after you've placed your 13 stones around your cauldron, enter it again. Dip your fingers in the alcohol and anoint each of the four ears of corn. Okay. Yeah. You, you know, as you're anointing these, uh, you say, A bond shall thus be formed between the central flame and the living seed, which shall be about me. Say these things with intention, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's important to uh, know them ahead of time, at least a little, so you're not just having to read it. Because, you know, it's just like reading subtitles in a movie. You don't watch it as yeah. well. You know, it's, I think it's kind of good to, and even if, you don't have to say this exactly, you know, even if you paraphrase it, it's just, Kind of knowing a little bit about what you're talking about. Because I know when I read things, I get so caught up in what I'm reading, I'm not saying it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it's It becomes a uh, mechanical response. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and after uh, saying that, um, light, the, light the flame uh, of the cauldron. Rise again and place the four ears of corn starting at the southern point um, at north, south, east, and west of your circle. Can we demystify anointing a little bit? Oh, sure. Yeah. So just dip your fingers into it. And as you're saying those words, just kind of place some of the liquid onto the corn. Right. Um, that, that was one of the words that really freaked me out okay. in the beginning because I, I, I was like, what does that mean? How do I anoint a candle? Oh, yeah. How do like, I anoint a doorway? Just dip your fingers in whatever you're blessing it with and rub Put it, it on. on there. Yeah. <laughs> rub your corn with booze. I always do. It's a good one. After you've done that, you uh, place your hands towards the flame as if you're warming them. And uh, you say, this place I have made sacred to the gracious lady and to those who serve her. And, you know. So you're kind of casting your circle at this point. You are. Like, yeah. you, you, you're you're creating your space. Yeah. And you've blessed sacred it at space. this point. Yeah. And, um, and you're speaking that out into the world. And uh, so that's what I mean. It's not necessary for you to say these verbatim it's just there it's with confidence saying i've done this now Mm -hmm. like i have created this small temple and i have done these things um so at this time raise your right hand towards the south and say uh i love this this is very beautiful uh oh ancient ones of days long past i do ask your presence nearby for this is a time that is not a time and a place that is not a place on a day that is not a day mm. and i am here blessed be mm. i just think that's gorgeous that's absolutely that, that would be one of the ones i would try to say i want to know word. that word for word i want to <laughs> say it and mean it but at I, the end of the day if you are struggling with yeah. trying to remember stuff i guess you could boil that down to something like uh ancestors please come join me yeah Let's take some time to, to do that. You know what yeah, I mean? It yeah. doesn't have to be word for word. Yeah. But that's a nice one. It's, I loved it. I read it like broken to chills. I was like, <laughs> oh, yes. I love it. At the time that is not a time. Yeah. That's, it's very, yeah. very just whimsical Mystical. and beautiful. Um, so after you say that beautiful piece, um, 
pour some pour some brandy to the earth and then you pour some in your glass and toast high i mean high into the air and you're proud and you say um i drink to the glory of the season to the ways of mystery and of magic which were known in ages past and shall be known again in times to come mm. i love that too um and you can toast further as you wish um you know there's uh the merriment doesn't really have to end here uh you know there's you can meditate you can play music you can read poetry you can sing songs dance yeah like you can it's a celebratory time and you have at this point this circle is blessed and ready you know so it's going to be a space to have a celebration like that and you know after that when the time is right and you feel like the celebrations are are done and it's 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 time to close um kneel before the cauldron and with your arms spread wide say i do ask uh, oh, goddess wise, that your blessings be about everyone. Uh, so that oh, the that's nice. I know, I loved it. So that the children of men may be led back to your ways of peace and joy. And and I love, because I've said that before, the goddess is forgotten. Everybody's yeah. just uh, war and anger. And mm-hmm. like, I just love that it's saying that, like, bless everyone and help them find this find peace again. Yeah. And like, um, then gather all of your stones and your corn, uh, and then, you know, once everything is ready, of course, you end it, and the rite has ended. Or say some sort of closing. Blessed be. Yeah, like, you know, close it and, like, say, you know, the intention is closed, mm-hmm. it's celebrated, you know, and that's sealed. Um, I, I can't I can't wait to do this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very excited about it. I'm very connected to this ritual. I think it's yeah. just beautiful. There's also something to be said for having a very... I guess, traditional style ritual. Yeah. Because my, when I get into what I'm going to be doing tomorrow throughout the day, mine is a more casual kind of um, personalized thing. However, doing those steps and putting the stones around it and everything, it just sets up that intention. And I feel like it's an, I feel like it's an invitation. It it is. For, for me, again, the, the people who surround me every yes. day, who my ancestor or whatever, you know, however you want to think about it. It's just that space. It's setting up and saying, hey, come and come and join me. Mm-hmm. And it's just amplified when you're doing it like so methodically and you're working with your, your cardinal directions and stuff like that. And what I love about it the most is while it does have that traditional element, you don't need an altar for this. Right. You don't need, you know, like because I, you know, I don't really have a, a, um, full set uh, altar yet just because my room's kind of always in this process <laughs> of being built um so i liked that that you know this you just need 13 rocks and four ears of corn and a pot and even a hot plate just some way to heat i mean like <laughs> I, I that's it you know and that's why i'm excited about it because this is something that i know i have that stuff mm-hmm. i can get some corn yeah and i can go out and i can have my rocks ready which i actually i found a few already that i've just seen yeah. and been grabbing been grabbing kind of jump out i like i don't know if i necessarily have rocks anywhere around me but i'll tell you what i do have i've got a buttload of those little crystals oh yeah those little tiny crystals those could be my stones oh yeah you know? no, that'd be cool yeah we're approaching this from two different sides today and we've kind of purposely been a little like clandestine about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I love because hearing that for the first time just now, um, aren't you kind of ready? I'm ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm absolutely ready for it. And I also found myself just bursting with things to say. Yeah. It's exciting. (laughs) And input to, to put in because 
there's so much that you touched on that is very related to what I'm going to talk oh, about right. in, in terms of, uh, like my example is when you were talking about, this is the part of the year where everything is like dry and it's hot. Yeah. And to me, that's represented in the, the colors. You can decorate. Like really goldy, kind of like yeah. golden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warm. It's uh, golds, yellows, oranges, but kind of like a, like that dulled down orange, brownie orange. Which, I mean, these are like my favorite colors. Really? Yeah. No, yellow is my favorite color. I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I. That makes sense. I love the color yellow. That's why my favorite room in the house yeah. is yellow. Your real favorite colors though. Warm and naked. Warm and naked. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess yellow is my third favorite color. Um, um, I like to I like to call these Thanksgiving colors. That's exactly right. Yeah. They're very warm. Harvesty. Harvesty. You know, they're like what I picture, you know, fall leaf colors. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, and that can be represented in the, the outfit that you were talking about. When yes. you pick out your outfit, you have something probably that makes you feel extra badass mm-hmm. and extra like in your power. Uh, if you can accessorize in certain ways, you know, try to incorporate some of those colors. Yeah. And little things like this, like using the colors and burning certain incense, all that that's really doing is it's focusing our intention. It's focusing us to, it's forcing us to think about the day that this is, the time of year that it is. Um, and for me, it's, it's forcing me to play with different colors. Okay. Because I have a pretty standard repertoire of black, red, like deep red, uh, that's just about it, honestly. <laughs> um, and those are the things that I like to decorate my home with and what I like to wear and the makeup that I like to do. But this is forcing me to really play with different colors. And that might sound like a stupid thing, but it has really like, it has, it's kind of changed just like my outlook, you know, anything to kind of focus you up, uh, for that. And your crystals you can also use. Like if you happen to have, what was it? 13 crystals. Yeah. You know, if you're lucky, if you're fortunate enough to have 13 of, like, uh, there's Tiger's Eye. I love Tiger's Eye. Tiger's Eye is enchanting. Pieces of amber, golden topaz, and then my favorite, this is probably my favorite crystal stone, is citrine. Citrine is I love citrine, and I never thought that I would. Citrine is a self-cleanser. It's going to help to grab onto the negativity that's being pent up in your other stones, and it's going to cleanse them. It's a very powerful cleanser. So is quartz and amethyst and stuff like that, but citrine is like cleansing. Cool. So I got that, and I was like, I'll just set some of my other stones around it, so they'll be kind of cleansed up most of the time, but I just got to love it. And when they say that it's like encapsulated sunshine that's what it is you cannot be unhappy when you're like rubbing a quartz or a citrine like in your hands which sounds stupid no i like that so if you do have and we've talked about it recently sandalwood uh it's a very popular one for this time so is rose and rosemary Uh, those are probably my three favorite uh rosemary rose and sandalwood Uh, you can't not be intoxicated with those um, also, your herbs, calendula and frankincense. Um, I love frankincense. Do I, you know what? I never actually, I, I never actually experienced. I love that smell. And what does it smell like? I, it's just earthy. Mm. I have some, frank- and this is an incredibly earthy holiday. I, I know. Every, that's why I like this holiday so much, is because I, it's just everything. It's celebrating the earth, the earth, and everything that it's made for yes, you. Yes, and it's to me, it is like tailor made for me, mm. and I, I love it. Um, <laughs> I like it because, um, as my notes indicate, I've written carbs in all caps, <laughs> and I've underlined it three times. Speaking of the food, 
There are so many foods that can correlate with today. I'm going to be trying to work a lot of these in through my, just my daily meals that I'm going to be having. Mm. Uh, not only are these foods in season, so they're going to be a little bit cheaper. You can buy whatever any time of the year, but it's always going to be a little cheaper if it's in season, yeah. which is nice. Um, so that's things like corn. We've mm. talked a lot about corn. Any kind of dark fruit right Cherries. now. Cherries, cherries are blackberries uh, mm-hmm. in particular. Blueberries. Mm. I am, cherries are my favorite fruit and they're out really? right now. Yes. Black cherries are my favorite fruit. Blackberries are mine. Oh, I love, they're my second favorite. Yeah. Like wild blackberries are, oh my God. But I, no. we, oh my gosh. Clark and I, me and my husband, we both have memories of being kids and going to pick the, the blackberries mm-hmm. and it's just the most Texas thing. <laughs> I feel like, oh, but it's great. I love it. Um, I'm actually incorporating that into my ritual breakfast tomorrow, which I could not be more excited about. More on that later. Um, lamb is a very popular dish right you now. You know, I hate lamb. You know, I don't. I don't love it. It's it's too gamey. It's for very me. gamey. I don't love it, but I see where this is a popular time for it. Yeah, especially in contrast with like. In bulk, I've mentioned for some reason several times where the, they're being born, mm-hmm. you know, and it's also a time to respect and to, you know, have the lamb. And now a lot of people would kind of see that as coming like a full circle. This holiday is about full circle and mm-hmm. beginning again and popcorn. I just bought, that's so funny. I like never buy popcorn, but I just went to the store like a few days ago and bought this big ass thing of like a uh, smart pop. Like, not, yeah. like the kind that's like, yeah. Well, it's just another way to incorporate corn. I'm going to eat you know some I mean? GDN popcorn <laughs> tomorrow. As long as we're talking about food, I, we've touched on it briefly, but it it's not just what you're consuming for the day. You know what I mean? I feel like the food can be very ritualistic in the sense that, yeah, you're thinking about where it came from and you're thinking about still today. I mean, people have to farm to get these foods. You know, there are still farmers out there, but it's also about taking that energy. Mm. You know, if you're thinking about it in the very ritualistic kind of pagan sense, you know, the the sun god has put all of the energy into the earth. I mean, he's dying for this. Yes, yeah. He's put everything into it and it is a sacrifice, Mm -hmm. you know. So what you are consuming is basically his energy. You know what I mean? You're you're eating the food to steal his powers, (laughs) basically. Um, And the, the the whole day to me is about really gathering your power mm. you know and being grateful and not only are you gathering power from like the food that you're consuming and everything you're gathering power in the knowledge that you have made it this far not only your ancestors which by the way don't have to be super ancient we can be thinking about how hard like our parents and our grandparents yeah. have worked you know yeah. what i mean there are our ancestors too um not only from them but our our own journey like respect yeah. your own journey like that you're still here today and you're probably gone through some shit and stuff like that i just think it's a real good day to harness all the power you can Mm -hmm. and and think about like i've made it this far and i am grateful Mm -hmm. the word that keeps yeah it is a very it's a day of gratitude being grateful and thankful and also having in the back of your mind that yeah we're gonna have to plan for this winter coming up you know what i mean And, Mm -hmm. and make it through that and you know, although it's not at the forefront, like the planning part, yeah, it's kind of like understanding that that's right around the corner. But hold on, because today we're going to celebrate the fact that we're here and we've got all this food and it's a, it's a very joyous, joyous time. 
Joyous time, um, beer. <laughs> That's the best segue I can think of. Um, with it being a celebration, a very wheat, wheat. celebration. Um, also, uh, what's the other one? Rye. I'm thinking rye. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like yeah, whiskey. yeah, yeah. Wheat and rye are very prevalent images and, and things that are being harvested at this time. You're going to be hard pressed to not see beer and, and whiskeys. A lot of Sabbats have what they call your cakes and ale celebration. And it's literally some type of baked good because mm-hmm. all of these holidays have their own like specific baked goods. Uh, and then the type of drink, beverage. Okay. So if you do, if you partake, um, beer, especially like a local brew is really good to kind of set that mood. Again, think about like all the things that are there in your region that have yeah. made this beer. Um, my dad has a, I guess it's not his saying. He just says it a lot. It's <laughs> Benjamin Franklin's um, quote is uh, beer is proof that God exists and he wants us to have fun <laughs> or, 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 or that he exists and he loves us or something like that. <laughs> um, and he said that since I was little. And I really understand that, especially if you're using as a as a celebration, yeah. you know, as a celebratory drink. It does help drive merriment. Yeah, definitely. And and a lot of these pagan festivals, you're going to find some source of alcohol. Oh, yeah. You know, being being that driving force of that merriment and of that just excess, yeah, you know, excess. A, a abundance, I guess. If you don't love beer, which I know, Macy, you don't love beer. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like with an asterisk? I, I really actually, I love beer. Really? I do. I love beer. I, you I don't like, like swill. What? Like cheap, like piss beer. Oh, okay. I didn't know that's what that meant. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I, I love, okay, well, I love Lone Star. And Lone Star is cheap as they come. So you but do Lone, like swill. <laughs> but Lone Star is like darker. Sure. I don't like light beer. Yeah. I guess is what I'm saying. You enjoy a good oh, weedy German. I do. I'm I like, like Hefeweizens mm-hmm. are like my favorite. <clears throat> I love them. Um, but when I'm doing festivities, I want red wine. Yeah. That's my thing. That is my kind of ceremonial drink. Um, and it just, it's just, I don't know. It, it, it makes you, it warms your throat. Yeah. Almost like liquor, but it doesn't give you that liquor bite. Like Wine is something to me that is almost potion-like. It is. It's just, it's intoxicating, mm-hmm. of course. Obviously. But like intoxicating in a different way to mm-hmm. me. I don't know. I love it. And with that, this is also the season for elderberry wine. Ooh. Which I uh, I've looked it up. You can buy it at. We have a store here called Total Total Wine and More. Total Wine is amazing. That's have you the, never been? I've never been. You're gonna lose your fucking mind. <laughs> I mean, I you. I'm ready for you. It's I'm, great. I'm gonna go uh, pick up a bottle. So I can oh. celebrate with that tomorrow nice. um, because that's one of the only places I found that will carry it. So do a search, see who's got elderberry wine and try it out um, because I do prefer to have a, a winey beverage. However, I am doing my own little cakes and ale celebration tomorrow that I'm, it's probably one of the most, the part of the day that I might be looking forward to the most yeah. because it's just my cakes and ale celebration are always a t- little time for me. Yeah. You know, and even yeah. if I'm celebrating with other people or, you know, my husband who is, he doesn't really partake in a lot of, a lot of the, you know, for the festivities, but he likes to observe with mm-hmm. me, you know, and at least kind of, he's very respectful and he wants to know why and he wants to know the, the reasons behind it. Even in those situations, I like to slip away and have my little, yeah. my little time, which does bring me to my personal celebration. I'm oh, just going to do, I'm going to do a run through for I like you. it. 
I'm really, really excited for this one tomorrow. I feel like I've kind of flown by the seat of my pants for the last couple of, of sabbats mm-hmm. um, and just been like what can we do let's do something kind of related to today mm-hmm. which is great and it's fun and sometimes that's fine but i've really put together a little itinerary for me tomorrow <laughs> um and it's gonna start with some blackberry motherfucking pancakes my goodness right yeah. <laughs> um i'm gonna make them myself you don't need to make all the stuff from scratch and it doesn't have to be fancy. A lot of people can get intimidated and they're like, I have to make this super special meal. I'm going to put some Bisquick in a bowl and I'm going to throw some berries that I bought like that morning into it and I'm going to cook them up and they'll probably burnt and or underdone and I'm going to have them, you know, (laughs) Um, but I'm, I'm going to, berries to me are almost like the antithesis of thinking of that food that like has been provided to you Mm -hmm. they're so sweet and like beautiful and rich and dark yeah it's almost like a little treasure yeah that's another thing gemstones they're like it it has a mystical feel to me uh after that i'm gonna spend some time in the sun because this is our goodbye Mm. and that's another part of this holiday is Yes, we're celebrating all of our abundance and we're celebrating the fact that it is most likely, and especially in Texas, the hottest part of the year. Mm. And it will be for a little while. August in Texas is actual hell. It's very hot mm-hmm. and unrelentingly just it depressive. Just goes. And still, there's like no wind in August. Yeah. Unless it's like a tornado. Yeah, so. it's like the doldrums. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it's it's the celebration, of course, but also it is it's a goodbye to the sun, and much like we welcomed it, which makes me really sad. And I know it does most people. <laughs> I know it does most people, but that's another reason that I'm so in love and I'm so ready for tomorrow because I'm ready to say goodbye. You know, and to me, it's it it's a very respectful thing. You know, I appreciate it. I know you have to happen. It's not so much saying goodbye as it is welcoming in the fall. That's what this is about to me. Yeah, I love the fall. The fall Mm -hmm. is, I mean, I love, the fall time probably is my favorite time of the year. But it's because of, there's still coming there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I just know that fall in Texas isn't very long because it stays hot until like October. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to be cold in like three months. And that just gives me <laughs> anxiety, fear in the pit of my stomach. <laughs> I hate it. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to spend some time in the sun. That's another thing you can do to really celebrate today is make a point to be in the sun. Make a point to go outside. Mm-hmm. If you meditate, that's cool. If you want to just go take a walk and be in nature and look at these flowers that are out right now. Sunflowers are like everywhere right now. And I yeah. thought about like pulling over the other day and like, Black Eyed Susans are everywhere right now. I'm, yeah. I, they're my, I love them. Do you really? Yes, I love Black Eyed Susans. Mm. Well, I love sunflowers. I love sunflowers. Yeah. But the thing is, it's so hard to just... You have to have like a knife or a cutting tool. They're tough they're, they're tough to cut down. Yeah. Um, but if you, if you're in an area that has the sunflowers, maybe pull over at a, at a safe space (laughs) and get, get some sunflowers to like put on your altar or use this offering or just to put around your house to be pretty. Um, but I'm going to spend some dedicated time in the sun. I'm going to feel its warmth on me. I'm going to let it charge me in a way that I very rarely allow to happen. Oh, you need to do that more often. Um, and I'm going to kind of say thank you and, and goodbye. And after that, I'm going to go do my shower ritual. Currently, that's the only real water thing I can do because I don't have a bathtub. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I, I really enjoy my shower rituals. I make a time of it. I have a small bathroom, so I just shut the door. I play some music. Usually on Sabbaths, I listen to some real cheesy, like, pagan music. I listen. Which I love it. I love pagan music. I, I listen too. to it all the time. <laughs> um, it amps me up. So I'll put, I'll put that on. You can even, like, I wrote into Spotify, like, Lunasaw playlist. And there's some sweet-ass shit that came up. Oh, yeah. No, there's, like, playlists for everything. They're oh, yeah. really awesome. Uh, so I'll kick that going. I'll light some candles in my bathroom. Uh, light some incense. Again, if you have that frankincense or that, like, um, yeah. rose or sandalwood. Light up one of those, like, specific ones. And then I make myself a scrub. Just with shit that I have in my kitchen. Tomorrow I'm going to make a sugar scrub out of, um, obviously, sugar. Then I'll be using some sandalwood uh, drops, rose oil, and some calendula flowers. Ooh. I love calendula because it also helps with like skin irritation and redness. Nice. Um, anytime I do a scrub, I can get pretty pink. Mm. So calendula is going to help to kind of keep everything not so raw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I like to kind of shower for a bit. I imagine that water, like Macy talks about, grabbing all that shit, yeah. pulling it down the drain, doing my scrub. And I think of the scrub as almost like ingraining things into me, which I know a lot of people might think of a scrub as like getting stuff off of you. But I feel like it's like really forcefully like pushing this intent of like gratefulness. Oh, and good. Like, yeah, that's neat. I keep saying, think about all the things to, to think about on this day, the, the ancestors and how long this is a good time to do that. If you yeah. don't want to spend your whole day doing it, do it in your shower ritual. And you can even like, I'll probably be like, thank you out loud or, or mm-hmm. think of a, spe- make up a specific person in your past and think about what their day would have been like. And the fact that they couldn't just wake up and shower their pits off, you know, it's like they yeah. stank and they sweated and then they went to bed and did it again yes. every day of their life. Um, so after all that's said and done, you're cleaned. Physically and metaphysically. So that's when I will move on to the next step, which is that dressing. Okay. Dressing into the outfit that makes me feel like a badass. I like to play with the makeup again. And that's just a, it's a time for me. I love to sit down. I know some people hate sitting down to do their makeup. So this may not be for you. But I love to sit down and play with it. And these are the days that I'll do like the little extra, like over the nose yeah, things. Yeah, you get, like, get into it. I, I really get into it. I think tomorrow I'm going to do some like fake freckles and some like very sunny kind of yeah. things, you know. Um, and it just kind of makes me really aware of the day. I'm going to take care of my indoor plants at this point because I have a black thumb. I do too. And I, I'm trying to get better. I tried to get better. And the other day I, I went out to water my garden and my husband, Clark, who is an actual like certified master gardener in he's, Texas, he's great. <laughs> he came out and he's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going to water my squash because I'm growing some like winter squash. And he was like, no, not in the heat of the day. You'll kill them. <laughs> so I like really need him to help. But I have some almost impossible to kill indoor plants. So I'm going to take some time to water them and kind of trim them back. Then moves on to my favorite part. I'm going to bake like all day tomorrow. I'm going to just bake and bake and bake. If you've never baked before, don't get scared. I have a recipe to go into a little bit later. Like just a basic bread. You can dress up a basic bread however you want to. Put some cream and berries on it. You know, do whatever you want to do. Uh, Cornbreads are really popular. I'll probably make one of those. My God. Dude, listen to this. I was looking it up last night and I saw a um, blackberry and lavender cornbread. Get at me. I know. In my mouth. I know. So I'm going to be trying my hand at that. That sounds stupid. Yeah. I want it. I know. Um, So after all that's done and that takes quite a while, I'll have my cakes and ale. 
I'm going to take a little bit of my bread. I will be putting some homemade whipped cream on it, put some blackberries on it. I'm going to go sit outside in the sun again. And I'm going to have my little local brew. Just kind of take it all in. I'll probably take this time to leave my offering. We're not having anything special for dinner. It'll just be whatever I happen to make along with the bread. Um, But we will be having our dinner around uh, a little bonfire that I'm going to make out in our backyard. Yeah, I want us to eat Mm -hmm. outside as well. Eat outside, particularly because when the sun sets, I'm going to have some of my elderberry wine and I'm going to toast the sunset. Goodbye. You know, I was, uh, I like to stay up on Yule night, the longest night of the year. Mm -hmm. And you kind of are saying goodbye to the longest night, but you're saying hello to the return of the sun. You know, to me, this is a time to drink my elderberry wine with my husband, sit outside in the last kind of glimmers of, of, of sun, as it were. And I'm saying thank you, Summer. You were great, but bye-bye now. And, Which is uh, funny because we live in Texas and summer's really just it, starting. It's really just starting. Um, that's what symbolic. That's the yes. term I was looking for. It's all very symbolic, you know, but to me, it's it's just another point of giving me hope that it's almost over. <laughs> all right. On to this bread recipe. Give me. It's from a guy named Steve Gamlin, and uh, he has a YouTube channel, Artisan Bread with Steve. I want it. <laughs> and this is his easy, no, nu- no need, no nude turbo bread. Turbo bread. If you've never baked, please give it a shot. Ooh, take pictures and, and share it with oh, us. please do. That yes, would yes, make yes. my day. Especially because you can dress this up so, this is so, like, um, customizable. Cool. You know, um, this is just your base recipe. You'll need 13 ounces of warm water, one and a half teaspoons of salt, one and one fourth teaspoons of instant yeast. You can buy it at the grocery yeah, store. Yeah, like Fleischmann's. Yeah, and those little packets are really yeah, like um, yellow and brown. Yeah, cheap and easy to work with, especially if you just plan on doing this for for the ceremony aspect of it. And you don't want to become like a master baker. Sounded bad. <laughs> um, you need three and a half cups of bread flour. That's all you need. That is like what all is you bread need. flour? Can you not just use white flour? I'm sure you can. I will buy the cheapest flour. Self-rising, unbleached, yeah. bread, and I mix it all in my one big container, so I'm sure it's fine. Okay. Don't think about it too much. Um, so what you're going to do is you're going to add that salt to the yeast, and then you're going to add them to the warm water. Right after that, you're going to add your flour into the warm water, and you're going to mix it until it's like a sticky ball form. Cover it. I like to mm-hmm. cover it with like a tea towel and then put it in a warm spot for an hour and 30 minutes. Now, let me tell you the easiest like hack I've ever seen. Turn your oven light on, not the oven, but just the oven light. That will warm your oven to about 80 degrees in itself. Interesting. So turn your oven light on, stick it in the oven, close the door, and then an hour and a half come back, come back and it's been in its perfect temperature to rise. So you're going to take it out, you're going to uncover it, you'll have a big risen, puffy bowl of of bread dough. You're going to actually stab that with a a spoon or something and give it a couple of mixes, you know, Mm -hmm. just kind of get the air out of it. Um, Then what you're going to do is you're going to transfer that degassed lump of bread dough into your greased uh, bread pan. You can use like a skillet. Or if you have an actual bread pan, that's great. I'm trying to think if I do. I hope I do. I'm going to make a loaf. Just something. I I have a loaf pan that I got because I like to make loaves of bread. But I've also gotten lazy and made it in like a cake pan. Mm. And it didn't, you know, it was real thin bread (laughs) because it was stretched out. But, you know, whatever you have, that's fine. Just make sure you, you grease the bottom of it. And then 
put the the dough in it. You're going to set that aside uncovered again for um, 30 minutes. So here's the trick. For the second time, just put it on your counter for 30 minutes and you're going to turn your oven on to 400 degrees. And the time that it takes to get to 400 degrees, it's about four, it's about 30 minutes. So while it's preheating, you're doing your second rise. You can be off doing whatever. Uh, 30 minutes comes by, slap it in the oven, set a timer for 40 minutes. After 40 minutes, you're done. Like that's it. It's the easiest thing. Yeah. It just takes a while. (laughs) It, It takes a while in that you have to put gaps between to let it yeah, rise. Yeah. But the actual I'm gonna hands-on, have to like start it right when I get home from work. Yeah. Yeah. The actual hands-on time of, of putting this together is minimal. Cool. Minimal. It takes about five minutes to get your ingredients ready and mixed. And then four minutes to, you know, break the dough down the second time, transfer it, and then preheat your oven. And then you the two seconds it takes to put it in the oven. It's the it's the easiest, fastest thing. If you want to customize it, do it that uh when you when you punch when you punch it down, they call it, when they release the gas mm-hmm. from it. Uh when you stir it after it's risen for an hour, put whatever you want to put in it. I like sesame seeds, because mm. I feel like they give a nice little texture. Uh you can do crushed up rosemary, any kind of herb you want. If you want it to be a sweeter bread, you can maybe add some like crystallized sugar or some mm. berries or something. Whatever you want, put raisins. it in. Put some raisins in it. Ooh, that's what Clark said yesterday. Easy easiest thing. Easiest thing. It took me longer to describe what you have to do than it will <laughs> to actually make the bread. So um, please do that. And please take a picture of it. And and I always like to do an egg wash on top before I put it in the yeah, oven. Yeah, it gives it a good... Give it a little brown. Yeah, a little crust. A little crust. Uh, some sea salt on top makes it... It's just... You can do whatever with it. And um, baking to me is always something that's so primal to me it's it's just not primal but um natural yeah yeah it, and it it does it kind of wakes something up in me see i'm that way with cooking Ugh, i hate cooking. i love to cook and i'm very very good at it but mm-hmm. i'm not very good at baking just yeah. because um with cooking you can be a little looser yeah you know baking you kind of need to really watch your time and you need to get your amounts right and you know there's a bit of chemistry involved there like it is a little more exact. Yeah. You know, I have found that this bread recipe is super fucking forgiving. Nice. I have forgotten. How, I'm like, do I need a tablespoon or a teaspoon of yeast? Or, you know, I mean, wildly, I've been off before. And it still comes out, you know, relatively okay. <laughs> it's creating something that I really like to share with other people. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? When I cook... I don't think I'm a bad cook. I'm just not confident in it. Yeah. So I don't like to like cook for other people. When other Mm. people come over, let's order out Mm. or let's grill something. So, you know, I can just like make a salad and that's it. Um, But baking, I love to bake. I love to give people, you know, loaves of shit and Mm. cookies. And like I'll send Clark to work with like little goodies and stuff all the time <laughs> I, I i love to share it and that's another aspect of gratitude is yeah sharing your abundance and really trying to focus on that so i hope we did i hope we did a good special i you know what i think we did i think we did a good special i think we did i learned a lot mm-hmm. we knew what we were going to each be talking about mm-hmm. because i got to learn from you and you got to learn from me mm-hmm. on a few things you know, i got to feel know. a little bit like a youtube guru like giving you my routine oh yeah <laughs> my um my Ludensaw routine 2018 <laughs> oh. put some cheesy like that fucking ukulele yeah, music my, they put they always do yes underneath it i'm going to do that 
I'm so much taller than you for the first time in my life right now. <laughs> I'm sitting on this beanbag throne, and I'm it's, I'm having to look down at Charlie. I don't like it. Yeah. I, what do you have four inches on me usually, height-wise? I'm five seven. Five inches. Are you? I'm five two. Are you really? It's, yes. She's so tiny. I'm very short. <laughs> so that brings us to our next little bit that we do here, and that is our listener comment People who talk to us. People who talk to us, whatever you want to call it, section. Do more of that. <laughs> <laughs> and Macy, you've got one from our Instagram today. And I really like her name, too. Uh, her handle is a, I'm just pixelexic. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really cute. Uh, but she she put a comment on a, one of our episodes, uh, which it's just that makes me so happy every yeah. time we get one. <laughs> and she said, you know, just got off a long day at work and needed this. You guys are my heroes. It was like, I'm a hero. <laughs> uh, and she said, thank you. So that was that was something that was like nice. And and that's another instance where we immediately wrote each other and we were um, squealing, squealing yes. like little babies. So we wrote her and said, hey, thank you. That was really sweet. Can we can we talk about this on the show? And um, she responded. She did. Uh, yeah, she said uh, she's been practicing on her own and, and hearing, you know, us talk about it so casually is is, is good. And so I, I'm glad, you know, mm-hmm. because I was kind of worried in the beginning to be like, you know, are we going to be so casual? People are going to be like, y'all are disrespectful, you know? Like, <laughs> it's not our intent ever to no, be disrespectful. You know, it's just, uh, it's just, remember, you know, I think it's a, a phase everyone goes through in the beginning of putting it all together yeah and well you know here's the thing like i want this podcast to be like how you would talk to anybody else about this you know not every conversation is an academic textbook exactly exactly because sometimes those conversations can be intimidating yes you know so sometimes when you can have conversations that at least open a doorway yeah to a thought that's that can be invaluable you know because to hear people talk frankly about something can help you decide that's something I'd like to pursue, or or that's not yeah. really something that I have interest in. Listen to us tooting our own horns. <laughs> All right, so that comment was from uh, Instagram. We are at Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. Twitter, at Bitch Hour. Facebook, at Witch Amateur Hour. And our email is wbahpodcast at gmail.com. And we've gotten some really lovely emails. We have. Um, on that note... We've also received a couple of spooky stories. Oh times. my gosh! Yes, that uh, a few of those will be featured in our next spooky episode. Ready for it? So. Ready for it? <laughs> I am so ready. I think we're gonna do them every five episodes. Every five episodes sounds great. We we got a few messages from people saying we spooked them a little. I love it. And somebody said, I spooked like myself. I spooked. You did. You were I, scared for a week. I blessed my house. <laughs> Man, I was that last episode scared me shitless. <laughs> So stay tuned for that. Yes. Um, all right. So I think <laughs> for this week, this has been the Wish Amateur. Get your dick out of here.